It's a new season, so we thought we would do our first Star Wars after show because we love to do it. So if you're just a learning person and not a fan of Star Wars, you can skip it. However, if you love immersive design, you may be interested to hear Bob's latest tale from the planet at Batu and his multi-day voyage on the Galactic Star Cruiser. We'll be talking more about this trip and how it links with learning on the latest Learning Geeks podcast starting now. Hey, do you want to talk a little bit about the Star Cruiser? I have thoughts. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, really, Bob has thoughts about the Star Cruiser. Is that a shocker? It is a shocker. <laughs> As I sit next to my, my lit model of the Halcyon right here. Um, oh, that's cool. So, Bob, tell us about your experience with the Star Cruiser. Well, let me answer the question that I think a lot of people are going to have, which is, <laughs> is it worth it? And this is the way I answer that question, because a lot of people ask me this at Star Wars Celebration. Is it worth it? And my answer is... If you have the money to do it, if you don't have to like put it on a credit card and pay interest on it, but you have the funds that you can do it uh, and you like Star Wars at all, it's fantastic. And I, I, I it was worth every penny. I recommend it. Uh, I am starting to plan for a repeat trip next summer uh, because I want to bring my boys and, and I want to get a big cabin with a bunch of guys. So you guys are invited if you want to consider joining me on that cruise. Um, it, it is really, really that good. It's great. Um, we were just talking a little bit on the last podcast we recorded about immersion and how this is becoming something I think that people in general are interested in. They like this kind of, I, I call it a, LARP light, right? So LARP, if you haven't heard that expression, is live action role playing. You know, it, it's been around for a long time. It is usually kind of in the, considered in the real upper echelons of nerddom because it's like <laughs> people spending thousands of dollars on, you know, medieval armor for themselves and then going out for the weekend. So and, is it the and, same thing as cosplay? Is that the... Uh, it's like cosplay plus. It's like if you plus, combine yeah. cosplay with uh, we're going to go for a weekend and we're going to have an immersive story-driven experience, that's what it is. And so it's not quite as intense as that, but you do feel really immersed hmm. in the experience. And what really makes it magical is the <coughs> cast that they have chosen. So uh, th there are some characters that you know that show up and that you can interact with. Um, I had a great moment with Chewbacca that I'll tell you about at some point. But um, there are new characters, and they've just gotten such great actors who are great storytellers and improvisational actors to do this. And it's really clear that one of the focuses that they have is on knowing the guests hmm. and, and bringing them into the story. Right. So when I went, I, Sherry and I both had costumes and we kind of had backstories for who we were. By the way, if you go, I really recommend doing a costume. You don't have to go crazy with it, mm -hmm. but a costume really helps. It just makes it really, really fun. So, you know, I had my character that was Scoot Medea, the editor of the Batu and Recky for the, the fun website that I've had for a couple of years. And really quickly, like everybody on the crew, knew me as Scoop. And, you know, and, and so these, 
these moments would occur where like at one point we were down in the engineering room with the chief mechanic and uh, the captain calls down and is like, you know, well, what guests are down there with you? And he looks around, and he sees me. He's like, well, Scoop is here, you know, and the captain on the intercom is says, oh, well, that's great. We need a journalist who is here and is able to report on the situation going on. And I just felt like so seen, you know? <laughs> it was like, wow, I am really part of this story. And so so that aspect of it is great. Um, but but the, the thought and care that they went into creating essentially a 48-hour-long, three-act structure, movie-style story yeah, I mean, it's clearly broken into three acts, like a good movie is, uh-huh. um, and letting you engage where you want to engage and, and figuring out what you want to do and drawing you into that situation without like saying, hey, before you come to the Star Wars Star Cruiser, like, what do you think you want your experience to be like? Do you want, you know, do you want to be in the resistance or you do you want to be in the first order? You know, the, that would have been the easy way out instead they'll do this isn't the only path in but like when you get to your room and you press the button to contact uh the the droid d309 which by the way technically speaking really really cool ai voice recognition you know video that's rendered in the moment it's like you're on a comm link with this droid who's up in the communications tower and she'll ask you you know she'll ask you like a, a question without saying, are you resistant? You know, what, what team are you on? You know, she'll ask you like where your sentiments lie and you reply to her. And then that information gets into the system. And, you know, depending on how you answer that, you might get invited uh, via your, your phone to interact with another character. And then they might tell you to meet them somewhere at a certain time or to do this certain event. And, um, you know, then they send you on missions when you get down to the planet Batuu at Galaxy's Edge, which are different than anything you've done before. And then it all wraps up with this climax where you bring your story together and it all ends. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. And um, I counted, I cried six times. Was one when you <laughs> left? Yeah, <laughs> it really was. And you know what? what? One of the things that people have been talking about is like, the, the community is starting to call it the Halcyon Blues. It, it's like <laughs> when, when you leave, it's really, really hard. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah. And and I, it was funny because the day we left, I sent a, a tweet to one of the one of the guys at Lucasfilm who collaborated with Imagineering on on building this experience, and I you know talked with him a few times before. So it's kind of one of these like, hey, we just got off the boat. You know, it was really great. Just thank you for everything that you did and everything. And he replied back immediately. He was like. Yay, I'm so glad you like it. Get ready for the depression to set in. (laughs) And it's true. It was like a couple of days where I was just like, oh, I don't want to go back to real life. Like, I want to go back. Um, So, yeah. I mean, I I highly recommend anybody, uh, between you guys or anybody in our audience, if you have the means, by all means, do it. And that's for both passionate Star Wars freaks like me, as well as people who are you know, Star Wars freak adjacent, like my wife, she, you know, she likes Star Wars. She doesn't have the same depth that I do uh, in it, but she really, really enjoyed herself. It was really fun. So Bob, I know that a few days later, uh, or maybe it was a week later, you went back 
to Disney World and went and saw Galaxy's Edge. So you yeah. you saw it again from the outside. So what how was your view of it different after having had the Star Cruiser experience? Yeah, it really was on a couple of different levels. First off is is I just felt way more immersed in it. It was kind of like when I went back, I became Scoop again. You know, and I don't think I'd ever like really gone in there and been like, okay, I'm I'm pretending to be Scoop right now uh, in my previous visits to Galaxy's Edge. But I, I have done that in the couple of times I've been back, back to Galaxy's Edge since. But the other thing that's really interesting is uh, the cruise sets into motion um, well, it, it sets into context all of the experiences that you have and the events that you have in Galaxy's Edge. So, for instance, when you go on the Millennium Falcon ride, Smuggler's mm-hmm. Run, the Millennium Falcon ride, what you do on that is you fly the Millennium Falcon to um, to capture a couple crates of coaxium, right, the fuel of the Star Wars universe. And, like, I've been doing this for two years. I knew that, you know, yeah, we, we go and we pick up co- coaxium. That's what we do. That wound up being one of my missions was to get the coaxium. Like I was sent to Batu in order to get the coaxium and I was uh. told why and why they needed it. And then when I got back to the ship, I participated in an event that helped bring the coaxium on board. Oh, and I actually saw it. I saw That's it really cool. in front of me, you know? And so it just added that much more depth to the experience. Hmm. That's and cool. yeah, I don't think that that I'll have any visit to Galaxy's Edge that feels the same as it did since I've been on it. Interesting. Which, by the way, yep. did, did I tell you guys about my idea for doing a Star Wars podcast? No. I don't think so. Here's Give us the, the pitch. scoop. I'll take one, well, I'll take one more minute and make this pitch, and then we can decide. Um, maybe our listeners would tell us if they would listen to this or not. <laughs> Is I, I listen to several Star Wars podcasts regularly. They're all long. Like yes. none of them are shorter than an hour. They're usually like two hours and everything. And you know, it's like, that's fine. I can do a little bit of a chunk in a time and all that kind of stuff. But it always makes me think back to when we started learning geeks, you know, and our first one was like an hour and a half long and everybody's like, Oh, it's too long. And we cut it down. To Actually half it was an hour. 45 minutes. Was it 45? That, Even that was yeah, too that's, long, right? That's, that's what right. we thought. Yeah. We yeah. thought it was, oh, that's good. And they were yeah. like, no, that's too long. Yeah. So we, so we cut it down to 30 minutes. And so here's my thought is, I like to listen to podcasts when I am cleaning the kitchen, right? It takes me Same about here. 15 minutes to clean the kitchen in general, you know, depending on the state, but in 15 minutes. So I'm thinking about a Star Wars podcast that you call Star Wars Cleaning Crew because it's the <laughs> po- Star Wars podcast that you can nice. clean your kitchen to and you just limit it to 15 minutes. You better hurry up and get that name and put it out there. <laughs> So, uh, you know, if you think that that would be appealing, like, um, let us know, because uh, I, I think that might be a lot of fun. Oh, I would love it. I need to yeah. come up with a whole series of Star Wars dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news with this one is we've already got a few guests lined up who, you know, we could grab for an hour recording session and then knock four off. And then, right. you know, th- that would be cool. So anyway. All right. Well, we'll play with that idea. In the meantime, uh, thanks for joining us. Would love to hear your thoughts. You know, you know where to get us. Uh, other than that, pay attention and see our next or listen to our next Learning Geeks podcast, which will come out really soon. So, thanks everybody. Take Bye. care. Thanks Bye. all.